Welcome everyone. This is the new moon group alignment. It's actually taking place in a moon void, of course, just before the moon enters Taurus. So our intentions are to get at all the things lurking in the void, in the in-between space, the hooks, cord strings, negative attachments to things that do not serve our highest good and having a clear channel in which to do it, meaning that we're not um, aspecting to anything that would pull our emotions or our intuition away from our focus. So as we are getting ready to get into this space where we're going to really work on opening our heart, seeing what is in the dark and what is here for us as we move into the waxing moon phase, I want everyone to feel their physical body and take note. We're going to work our way up through it. Take note of any discomfort and allow your body to speak to you. So take a minute to explain to your body that this is a moment that you are stepping into awareness and you want the stimulus during this call. And then afterwards it can go away, but any kind of tension you might be ignoring any little parts of your body that, um, are aching for some attention. We want them to talk to us most now, and we want to become aware of how our body is calling our attention so that we can bring complete healing to the physical form. Um, Aries is a time when our cells are busy shedding, shedding, shedding. You think of a winter full of buildup. And as the spring comes, there's rain and it's cleansing and the soil softens and things begin to grow. And in that same way, our bodies are being cleansed and darkness and loneliness and winter are being washed away. And we really want to be open to receiving that. So take a deep breath, maybe three or four cleansing breaths, deep inhale, and then slow exhale and bring your awareness into your body and really focus on your toes. Feel them as they start to grip the floor, your ankles. Do they feel strong and sturdy? Are they aching? Do your feet feel comfortable still? Do you feel the urge to move them? Bring that awareness up into your knees. How flexible do you feel? Are your joints tight? Can you bend and shift and pivot? Or do you feel as if you are unstable or unsturdy? feeling a lot of tension as we come up through the thighs, a lot of, uh, tight muscles in the thighs and there are big workhorse muscles and they're also home to our blood building bones. Right. And so there's some activations happening in those femurs and we want to become aware of that. And also already coming up into the hips and into the root, there are some major disconnects here from the root chakra. We want to visualize a red spinning light in that root chakra, but you want to also visualize your pelvis, your center, right? Your center of gravity. Is it full? Does it feel as if you're missing something? There's grief in the root chakra. So this could be grief related to the home, to vital relationships, marriages, parents, sibling, children, finances, 
almost feel like fight or flight, right? How we pivot. If you're standing, or even if you're sitting, moving your hips from side to side, as if you would pivot or playing volleyball and trying to stay light on your feet, how easy does that movement feel? Do you feel stuck and slow and sluggish? There's some grief in these roots and we want to allow Aries to really burn this up. So visualize this bright red ball of energy in your pelvis and put some tangerine there to bring some creativity to this energy center. And you can use any citrus, but the grief is heavy. So I'm going to put a couple drops of citrus on my palms, rub them together and really inhale and set the intention that the, the joy and the chemical release is going to spread to everybody. And we're going to get some endorphins hitting as we move into our sacral chakra. Connections in the sacral chakra, connections, beginnings community. We're moving a lot of sludge-like energy out of that sacral chakra. We want to envision it orange and glowing and beautiful and strong. I'm going to use anchor and rose here. To root into the interconnectedness of life itself. And if you're having a hard time feeling a clear helichrysum is really good to help cut free of pain and grief and help to seal up wounds, maybe that have been picked open. Getting a lot of age 20, age 20. Someone keeps saying to me, 20, 21, 22, (laughs) early twenties. That was a hard time for community for you. Want to breathe into that. It's ready to clear. That that age comes up a lot in energy sessions because it's almost one of those turning points. Twenty one, depending on the esoteric teachings that you listen to. Every seven years, we go through metamorphosis and we kind of become something else. And then science says every seven years, you know, our cells have had a complete changeover. So age seven is intense. Fourteen, twenty one, twenty eight, and so on. But that twenty one age range is what we're releasing today collectively. And I'm going to use some black pepper and rosemary, some unexpected clearings here. Then visualize that orange glowing wheel getting stronger. And as we move up into the solar plexus, we're going to ask our body to show us if we are connected to anything that is not for our highest good. And we're gonna sit here for a solid minute and ask for visuals, feelings, to hear, to see, to know. We're gonna trust our guts for the next 60 seconds. What is in our solar plexus that is not for our highest good?
as we were allowing things to come up, there was a strong disconnect between the souls present on the call, even the ones that aren't here on Zoom, and hope. There was a disconnect. And so I sort of energetically lassoed everyone to the feeling of hope. We want to bring hope into the solar plexus hope for the future, hope for the past. We can clear our past. We can heal our past. We can connect to it and integrate it. We don't always have to just cut and run. We can see the lessons here. So we're connecting to hope. And if hope feels like a very difficult emotion for you right now, I would highly recommend tangerine, sandalwood, and Roman chamomile on that solar plexus Sandalwood is divinity, right? And connecting to the divine. Tangerine is creation. And Roman chamomile really connects us to our divine connection. We're meant to show up. Often when we're disconnected from hope, it's because we're disconnected to our divine path. We've forgotten who we are. And we have to remember who we are and why we're here. And Turn on that lamp that we talked about in the forecast. Take another deep breath here. I'm going to use anchor and rose again on the solar plexus. We're anchoring our energy systems to that divine love that rose brings. Now we're opening and moving this connected energy up into our heart chakras. There's some, um, Nausea coming up related to heart chakra opening. Um, and we are going to clear that first. I'm going to use copaiba, black pepper, and tangerine. And remember that saying that all emotions must be experienced with the same enthusiasm as joy. So we're going to just allow ourselves to experience what our heart has to show us. We're going to do a quick body scan from the heart chakra space, ask our body again to speak to us, anything we might've ignored. Somebody's got some tension in the neck. There's definite tension in the left lower back and both shoulders activated some, some weight of the world on the shoulders energy. And so We're going to ask our heart to show us what our purpose is in what we're feeling. So we're being called into awareness for a reason. What is our purpose in it? An important line of questioning is, is this for me? Is this for someone else? Is this for me to do something about, or is this just for me to know? Oftentimes we're given messages to prep, to give us awareness so we can show up at a future time. Sometimes messages aren't meant to be shared. Oftentimes we pick up on things in other people that aren't for us to share with them, but are mirrors for us to seek out within ourselves. So just as we do in shadow work, when we see other behaviors that trigger us negatively, it's really something within us that we need to heal first. That's why it came so boldly into our awareness. And that can happen with good things as well. Sometimes we're so stuck on seeing the brilliance in someone else that we feel like we pale in comparison. Those compare energies, it's a mirror to see the brilliance in yourself. So it's not always negative shadow work. It's often positive, right? We see in others what others see in us. So open up that heart here and take another minute 
We're going to ask our heart to show us what is here for our highest good and to give us a sign of forward movement. Where can we start to take steps onto our divine path? And here, more than one person is requiring quite a bit of clearing. Um, and so we're going to take a moment and remind that everyone is divine. Everyone, even people we don't think act very <laughs> divine. Everyone is divine. Everyone has that spark within themselves. And sometimes it's buried deep. Sometimes it's close to the surface, but it's always there. And as we come into awareness about our own divinity, we have to stop and clear the space that um, often the world has put on us. Think about that as with our garden tending. When you get out there after a long winter, there's junk, there's debris, there's dead leaves. Um, and you have to get out there and clear the junk so that the plants can receive the sun and the activation that they need to come up through the soil. And the same is true for our divinity. Oftentimes we've been layered upon and layered upon by the world. We have to really start to do the work of uncovering what it is in us. And we see these things in the world. Where is your attention drawn? What sort of news articles do you feel activate your heart? Where are your passions in relation to where do you give the easiest? When you see that GoFundMe and it's a specific topic, where are you immediately throwing down your money? Where are you aware and awake in the world at large? And we have to bring it back into our circle of influence and start to activate that preemptively and not just when the world asks us to. That can be a good way to start to call your divine purpose into your circle of influence. Pay attention. It's in awareness that we start to grow. So we have to get back to that awareness of where our heart is being called. We also have to look to where are we seeing the most suffering in the world? When we look into the world, what causes us to, to feel pain and suffering in the connection, right? That is often also in relation to our divinity. And you want to journal about what are the common connections between how you choose to show up in the greater world and how you choose to um, opt into suffering with others. We also have to remember with the interconnectedness, sometimes simply bringing it into your awareness and focusing your energy on a solution can bring the frequency up and it seems ineffective and like it's never enough, but it's certainly always a great place to start. And when we apply energy, energy will attract like energy. And as you give of yourself in this way, you'll also receive healing from others who are sending energy into your frequency. So we are all interconnected. We're all 
symbiotic, right? And we're here for a reason. So starting to just open your awareness to what, what calls your heart into, into engagement and never take anything for granted. So we're going to move up into the throat chakra. Feels like there's people clearing their throats already. I'm going to use rose and tangerine here, really connecting to the creativity that is required to speak your truth and to speak your divinity into the world. There is a lot of people that would prefer not to hear positivity when the world is hurting. There is a lot of divinity um, that will become triggering to some, and you have to trust your heart to show you the way and how to navigate that. Also, I'm using some pedigree here to clear some ancestral connections that are not serving you at the moment that never were serving you. <laughs> These are some pretty heavy ones. Um, a few of you have really called in your ancestors on this one. Um, you may see through your lineage where people in your family line or even your close um, family friend lines, they, these ancestors are showing up. They also had similar callings, but they let the world slow them down. So if you have a strong connection, you can see it very clearly through your past. I would trust that your ancestors are here. There's a wave of them come in, um, welcome them always to give, give their tips on how not to do what they did or how to do what they did. If you feel that they did their divinity, well, moving into that third eye. Remember this week is a big activation for all things intuition come Thursday, you will be feeling lots of things. And so we want to work on boundaries as we lead up to Thursday. We're also going to clear this third eye of any ancestral trauma related to giftings, intuitive gifting, psychic, psychic giftings, any sort of religious dogma that has been applied to things like tarot cards or psychic readings or mediumship or energy. We're clearing that as the whole world is being activated. And the more that each of us chooses to step into this frequency, the more, the easier it will be for everyone to kind of step up the ladder and a more awakened world is, is the way forward. So I'm going to take a deep breath here and release any ties to fear regarding your unique intuitive gifts. And then we're going to open up that crown chakra. I'm going to use rose anchor and tangerine again, anchoring in our divine consciousness, knowing that we are always connected. We're always supported. We always have the answers. We just need to get quieter and quieter called to share that quote on meditation. Everyone should sit for 20 minutes unless you're really busy, unless you're really busy. And then you should sit for an hour. That's the kind of energy we're going to need, especially as we move through this last bit of Aries season and into Taurus, the busier life gets, the stiller you must become right to bring, to bring calm in chaos and not feel the need to banish chaos in order to feel calm. Everyone take a moment of silence, try to get calm, to receive any last messages that you might be receiving here in this space, void of course, right? Free of any influence other than our own intuition. We're going to take a good minute here and then we'll come back to our group call. 